and we're live. We're live. Yeah, no, uh, we're not uh, having any nonsense today, right, Roy? No nonsense. This is episode 10. We got to get right into it. Episode 10. This is episode 10. This This is is episode 10. We did it. We We made it. it. We really made it here. This is Loser Release Wrestling. We're really growing up. Loser Release Wrestling. This is the weekly wrestle. Episode 10. (laughs) Danhausen, Rumble, and News. Very good. Very good. Very exciting stuff. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. This is uh, we're I'm uh, Roy's at his uh, new home, the new uh, Roy, the Roy Cave, and uh, yeah. I'm at I'm in the newsroom today. In the newsroom, um, just uh, doing newsroom stuff. Uh, and uh, we're gonna start. This is the weekly Russell, uh, where we're gonna talk about all the things, all the things that happened during the week, as well as uh, uh, some fun things. We're gonna have some fun things. Uh, Roy, some Roy fun. Uh, what are we starting off with today? Oh, by the way, my name is Red Red Jefferson. I'm here with Roy. Lazowitz, how, how are you feeling? Good, feeling? Fr- I'm feeling fresh? good. You know, I went for a run this morning. I'm trying to be a little more healthy. You run? Uh, this is the first time I've, I've done it, maybe in my adult life. I've never, I've only seen you <laughs> once run, and you run like Naruto, where your arms are like back. Like, why you gotta dog me, huh? No, it's why not. Gotta, it's like, a, <laughs> like people like to run like Naruto. <laughs> people like it, huh? Yeah, they do. I remember <laughs> Dave Shakroon. <laughs> Remember that? That's interesting. Oh my god, Chica Marks uh, is here. Number 10. Uh, I love the prairie dog. Photo. Oh, prairie Chica dog Marks. Oh, yeah, take prairie. a look. T- taken by a good friend of mine, Mike Levine. Wow, took a picture. Adorable. It's prairie dogs tickling each other. He took that picture. He took that picture. Yeah, he did. Wow. He's a wow. talented you, guy. If you're not uh, giving us a like for that, I don't know what you're giving us a like yeah. for. Smash the like button. Smash that uh, like button. Well, but yeah, I'm good. Off? We're gonna start just like I don't know if you've gotten a chance to watch Rampage, but I I know that in the past, you know, we've spent some time talking about everything that happened on the show. But today, we're just gonna go over what our favorite thing was from that show. Red, sure. what was your favorite thing from Rampage? Kind of forgot what happened on Rampage. What's <laughs> 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 the show again? Um, I would say that I'll I'll go first. Maybe this will jog your. Oh, memory. I have I have my favorite thing. Okay, I what's your favorite thing? The ending. So of uh, the end of Rampage, because <laughs> I did not like Jurassic Express versus Private Party for the reason of it being uh, insulting to Private Party. Uh, the very beginning of the match, they do the gin and juice, which is an over finishing move. It's awesome. very over. That's yeah. the only thing that's over with Private Party is their finishing maneuver. Um, but uh, they did the move and they immediately kick out of it, like immediately. And I thought that was very insulting, very insulting. Uh, we have a comment here. Can't watch live today, but everyone should watch Dan Hannah's an ass boy song, Comic Gold on YouTube after watching Loserhausen, of course. What? There's, oh, have you heard about this? What's Loserhausen? Some, oh, well, Loserhausen is our video about Dan Housen. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Perfect use for him in AEW. He could really help get lesser stars over without wrestling a match. You're right, Joe. You're right. Absolutely. Like 100%. Uh, but uh, the best part of the night for me was on Rampage was at the end, end of that match, they had the ass boys come in. Yeah. Now, the thing, the reason why I really like this, this seems like a really cool three-way tag situation where each one has a tag team person in their corner from that era. That's you really have interesting. Billy Gunn, you yeah. got Christian, and you got Matt Hardy, and then you could have some interesting uh, uh, three-way tags, interesting three-way trios matches. You know, uh, <laughs> if you wanted, like, there's some there's some opportunity there, and I just thought that was a cool, uh, it's a it's a cool way to book, if not that match being very poorly booked, uh, hurting uh, poor private party. What yeah. was your favorite part of the night? 
Yeah, I, first of all, I agree with you uh, about that match. I just think unless Jurassic Express is in the ring with like a very experienced season tag team, they just have these generic indie tag matches with a lot of high spots, and I, they don't get a lot of buy-in for me personally. Uh, but my favorite part, I first of all, there, there's two. My favorite segment was the Andrade Darby interaction because I think Andrade is perfect in everything that he does and the way that he talks and calling him a little kid and telling Darby to calm down and really pronouncing that G to make it sound like his name is stink is really funny to me. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, but I also enjoyed the Moxley Bowens match. And oh, yeah, the Moxley Bowens match was very good. Yeah. I, I you know, Max Caster is going to get a lot of the play in that tag team. You know, you always look for that breakout star out of every tag team. And yeah, it could be Caster because of, you know, the rapping and he's, he's a good character, but Bowens is a good wrestler. Bowens, I think, is the star of the team uh, wrestling-wise. I yeah. prefer watching a Bowens match than a caster match. Um, uh, by the way, how do I look uh, visually? How do I look visually? You look great. Do I? We, we look sure great today. That? We look okay. like it's episode 10 and we're doing something significant. Wow. Wow. We're really doing it this time. Also, uh, before we jump too deeply into it, should we talk about uh, Call on the Hotline? Oh, oh, that's actually a good point. By the way, if you'll see down there, did you... Is that Tam that added those graphics at the bottom? The- That's the banner that I made. Tam got the got the banner added. Tam, you did such a great job, and with so little time to spare, excellent job. You you can follow us at Loosely's Pod uh, on Twitter, but yeah, Loosely's Wrestling different. on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, I was so, wondering if you'd catch that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, but uh, call the hotline. We actually have some pretty uh, pretty hot stuff on there. Definitely call Inside the hotline. Order. It's uh, right above the smash button. Uh, smash it and call the hotline. Let us know what you're thinking. And leave us a message on there, but listen to that hot gossip. There's some hot gossip on the hotline. We it's, talked to an insider and we got some real information. We actually got some real information. We can't say it here because it's oh, a little spicy. Yeah. Uh, Chica Marks writes, I love Jade and John Silver muscle off. Uh, yeah, I, I, li- I like that. Was that this past week or was that a couple weeks ago? That's that a good question. With, that was I think, with Anna J, I believe. Yeah, I think that might've been two weeks ago. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, excellent job. Excellent work. Oh, manual focus. Is that it? Oh, now I'm blurry. <laughs> now I'm blurry. Okay. Now I'm back in. Okay. Now I'm not back in. That was like, uh, it was like you were teleporting. Ooh. You should do that when you leave the newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Actually, that's a fun effect to keep in mind for later. Uh, we might have some fun with that. What's next on the docket? We talked Rampage. That was Rampage. And now it's just time to get right into it it's royal rumble week so it's time to talk about the news that we cannot lose wow, the news that we cannot lose excellent excellent stuff hey I'm you're very quiet all of a sudden me yeah I'm not <laughs> is that just me am i can you hear me as are things going okay <laughs> are things going okay you're I'm low a little bit lower you're low. all right we're gonna figure this out i'm gonna talk closer to the mic i'm gonna talk closer to the mic make sure can you hear me okay uh, you're still low. Am I still low? What the yeah. frick? Yikes. All well, that teleporting. <laughs> was it the teleporting? Jesus Christmas. Um, mute my audio. Oh, no, you're I'm getting not. better. Am I, got... am I good now? Yeah. Oh, how about this? Uh, if I put it on. Is, yeah, you're good. good now. You're okay, good now. Good. I'm not going to touch anything. I'm not going to touch anything. Jeez. I bet it's the, the sound outside. It's capturing the sound outside. It's trying to hear both of us. Not good. Not good. We have to talk about the news. We have to the talk news. about the news. We got to uh, jump first, right in. First uh, slide there, Tam, when you can. Um, uh, uh, by the way, Chica Marks writes, oh, my God, I forgot. I watched last week's because I'm still catching up. 
now we're on the same page. The muscle off was fun. Um, but the first news, the biggest news of the week right now, the biggest news of the week, Dan Housen is all elite. Wow. Dan Housen is all elite. Uh, and uh, here's a picture of him. It cursed. Uh, it's very sweet. It's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with that. But Dan Housen is all elite. We're very excited for it here at uh, Loser Lee's Wrestling, our most popular video. If you're watching because of that, thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. And keep, please don't leave. <laughs> don't leave. Uh, give us a chance. Give us a goddamn chance. Uh, but uh, what is he, what do you see this going? What do you see happening? You see him going with Adam Cole as his first feud? That's a really good question. I don't know if he needs a feud. I like this idea of him floating in and out, getting other people over because he is over a talk show segment. Uh, you know, I think he could do any number of things. I would be disappointed if they just immediately went to like a conventional like wrestling feud one-on-one with him, they, they yeah. can do so much more with him. And I, I expect them to do more with him than just like him versus Adam Cole or whatever. Yeah. Don't do to him what you did to orange Cassidy, orange Cassidy became overexposed and kind of like that Jericho feud really watered him down because it, it, he was a, he was a meta character. And then he became a wrestler doing a gimmick, you know? Well, that's the thing too, right? If you go back to the very beginning of AEW, they used Orange Cassidy perfectly. He would just show up occasionally, help the best friends, never wrestle. Like mid-match, he would appear from under the ring and like save them and do different things. And it was excellent. And then finally, when he was going to have his first match against Pac, that was six months maybe after his debut. So the crowd went absolutely apeshit for the first time he ever wrestled. That's what you need to do with Danhausen. Yeah. Yeah, and sure. also just, get, just but keep it light. Don't make him into big feuds, no long-standing feuds because we don't want to also uh I don't want him in a feud where he has to sell a lot. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't want to see Danhausen sell. I just want him to see him being his kooky self. He should be like the king of the of the lower mid-card. Yeah. That's what yeah. would be great. Uh, He's but, like the guru for all of these people who can't get wins. God, if they put him in the TNT champion world, I would hate it. I would <laughs> yeah, hate it. It's, it's not there. Um, but uh, moving on, that uh, we had fun talking about that. But next slide there, Tam, because we're talking about the WWE. And WWE has gone Disney. Uh, WWE <laughs> has gone Disney. They have officially signed on with Disney. Uh, and, and just for a specific world, uh, the, the Disney will carry the WWE Network in Indonesia. Oh, in Indonesia, Indonesia, which is very exciting. Um, and that's why they're partnering with them specifically for this venture. Do you see the, the graphic there? What is that? That's a, a WW2K series, uh, creator wrestlers. Uh, and we got uh, the genie, Gaston, oh, Donald Duck. Because of Disney. Yes. Yeah, Disney. Disney. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was trying to figure out which one to go with, and I went here. So this is that's good. Fun. That's great. Fun. Um, fun. Uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm not sure what this means. Uh, I do know that Nick Khan has mentioned in an interview recently that they have been fielding offers. Uh, they're not saying no. I, we don't want to hear offers of a sale. Um, is Disney going to buy? Do you like the is Disney going to buy WWE? Really good question. I don't know. I'm not into it. I'm not into the idea of it. But also, like, there's a part of me that foolishly hopes that if WWE sells. Tony Khan will buy the tape libraries of like the territories, WCW and ECW. That's all I care about. Let the WWE be its own thing. That's not going to sure. happen. But give me all the other stuff. That's not going to happen. But if a, Disney doesn't, where, what Disney doesn't care about any of that stuff. It's content. They just care about content. 
and licensing. And that's I, all that is. I just don't see. Well, also, I wonder, does NBC Universal own all of that content now because it's on Peacock? No. Okay. It's WWE. They're just so kind of licensing. It's a licensing deal. Yeah. Um, so that's what WWE is good for right now. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I'm excited, excited for excited. what? I'm not excited. Why did I say that? Oh. I didn't say that. I, I don't know. know. I was wondering. I hate it. Um, but also, whatever. You know, it's WWE. Yeah. Uh, but we got more WWE news. Next slide there, Tam. Uh, while they're working on that, uh, good old HBA, HBK is working in NXT, and they're liking the, the job that he's doing. They're saying that HBK is the star, the star of the they, they're what they want in a leader in NXT because they say they credit him a lot with creating new stars like LA Knight and Braun Breaker, uh, and uh, they they think he's a real. <laughs> <laughs> so Shawn Michaels Shawn Michaels took over for uh, Triple H when Triple H had uh, the uh, issue with his heart he had those heart issues from a um, genetic heart uh, disorder that he has still not sure when he's coming back nobody knows honestly and if he does come back will he be helming uh, uh, NXT because they don't like <laughs> what Triple H did they said the, the issue is they, they said that the old, uh, the old NXT was broken uh, and uh. they could, and it couldn't be fixed. So they had to do this. And they also say that the reason for the slump in ratings is because it was such a fast change, not because of the changes they made, because it was such a fast change is what the issue is. Um, uh, so uh, do, uh, do you feel that uh, HBK is doing a good job? Do you think he's doing a? I think he's doing job? the best job he can with what he has. I mean, look, I, do I think like, I mean, Braun Breaker is pretty good, you know, um, but like. A majority of the talent. Grayson Waller. They uh, love Grayson Waller. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, of course they do because he's he's obnoxious. Uh, the most unflattering wrestling gear in this, the baggiest boxing shorts I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Not great. Um, yeah, I mean, he's doing the best he can with what he's got. I don't think he's riding the show. That's my issue. Is he's heavy in cre- well, no, no, the NXT team. Is right. The, the, the promos, I mean, specifically. Sean isn't like, hey, all right, we're going to do a promo with this new tag team, and they're going to talk about how hot all the women are and how they want to date all the women. Like, they're not, he's not doing that. No, he's not. You know, he's, do co- he's coaching, you know, he's getting everybody up to speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's doing a fine job. It's a bad product, but it's not necessarily his fault. Yeah. Well, uh, they're, they're keeping him there. He's doing that. But in the next slide, though, Triple H, as I mentioned, uh, forgot to, I shouldn't have mentioned Triple H until I had this picture up. <laughs> Triple H, he, no word on when he's going to be coming back. Uh, and that's sad. That's sad because I actually like Triple H uh, at the helm there. And honestly, I think they lost confidence in his ability uh, to go against uh, AEW. They, I think that really hurt him. Uh, and uh, now, yeah, I'm not sure what, uh, what where he goes after this. Uh, where where do you where do you see Triple H going? Do you see him being the COO still? Do you see him running NXT? Is he going to be demoted? I think uh, if I if you're him, <laughs> do you retire? <laughs> do you just say like, well, I'm just going to cash in my chips because you know? I mean, maybe he'll work with Sean. I mean, Sean's his best friend. Maybe they'll work together in NXT and he'll do his I, best. I don't there. think it's his say. If it was his say, all of his friends wouldn't have been fired. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, I don't know. I I think he starts his own promotion still. I I, I know that's you're foolish. Ridiculous. Well, you're just like this is nonsense just, talk. We're just oh just, yeah, let's uh, let's just fly to the moon and have a match there. <laughs> you're just fucking tearing me apart today. <laughs> Episode ten is Episode the demise 10. of our relationship. Pulling no punches. Uh, make sure to smash the like button. <laughs> I just think. Um, 
I don't know. It was always doomed to fail. NXT was always doomed to fail. There's no... (laughs) What? It was. In the eyes of the WWE, NXT was always doomed to fail. It was trying to fit, what is it, a square peg in a round hole? Everything that he was doing with NXT was not at all what Vince McMahon would ever want, ever. Yeah, they definitely weren't trying to help. Uh, they definitely weren't weren't giving things to that. Like, they took everything they they, they got. They earned everything yeah. up until a point. Uh, Chica Marks writes, these photos are killing me. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you, Chica Marks. Uh, moving on. Next slide there, uh, Tam. Uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is set to return probably tonight at the Rumble. Um, th- by the way, these news will not spoil anything. I did not look at any Rumble spoilers because I do want to be surprised because the only time I care about WWE is this thing. Um, so uh, yeah, there's uh, Ronda Rousey again, smashed up real good. Uh, and uh, yeah, so do, do you, are you excited about this? I like Ronda Rousey. I think she did sure. a good job in her time yeah. there. Um, yeah, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, she's okay. She's an exciting performer. Yeah, she is. I just think you, it's another person who like can't lose. So you just kind of like, the booking around her probably won't be very exciting. I think we're past that. Okay. You don't think so? <clears throat> we'll see. We'll find out. I, it's been so separated from her time in uh, UFC. She's not going to be going back to UFC. Right. Um, so it's just like, it's not like she needs to protect anything. I think she's probably more WWE than anything. And honestly, does she still have the same clout that she had, what, three, four years ago when she first came back? It's going to be pretty exciting to see her back. Sure, it's going to be exciting, yeah. but is she going to be bringing new people? I, I think she'll be bringing some of the... the I, I don't know. I don't know about that. But, I think uh, she'll bring a small crowd back with her in the beginning, and then it'll probably trail off as time goes on. We'll see. We'll see. see. Um, but uh, that's about... Uh, next slide there, Tam. While she's coming in, some people are leaving. Some people are leaving. We got the Brian Kendrick has requested his release. Brian Kendrick was a coach for NXT uh, the past couple of years after his stint in uh, 205, where he won the Cruiserweight Championship or the 205 Live Championship. I don't know what they call it. Yeah, Cruiserweight title. Yeah, Uh, Cruiserweight title. And uh, now, uh, yeah, where is he going to go from here? Uh, Where does he want to go from here? Does he want to get back into wrestling? We don't know. Is there a spot in AEW for him? As a coach? Not as a performer. Maybe occasionally. It's just too clogged up, right? Yeah, there's so much going on. I think he's great. I think mm-hmm. he'll he'll probably wrestle some indies. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him for a short run in Impact. Yeah, short run. You know, I mean, when Ring of Honor is coming back, and you know, those aren't, you know, you, those are one off dates. I would see him working some of those indie dates as well. He's he's getting older too. He's a, he's a uh, good friend of uh, Brian Danielson too. So yeah, trying uh, we'll to get. Yeah, they train together. So we'll see where that goes. And I'm just excited for him. I wanted to, to get away from there. He was supposed to have a match against Harland or Holland uh, a few weeks ago on NXT. Did you see really? this? I didn't. Yeah, see Yeah, they, like he got beaten up and like like he's an agent or a coach and he was out there and on an announced team. They're just like, oh, Brian Kendrick, uh, he's, he's in the back. And they just uh, this guy beat him up and he was supposed to have a match and they just nixed it. They just nixed mm-hmm. it. Nobody talked about it. And I think that's part of the reason why they were so disappointed. Redley697, he's going to make an impact on impact. Very good. Very hot take. <laughs> Very spicy take. Thank you so much, Redley697. Doesn't watch it wrestling a day in his life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. He did. Uh, moving on. We got to get out of here uh, because there's other WB comings and goings. Next slide, Tam. Um, somebody that recently was released and is uh, still under a non-compete, Jeff Hardy. Apparently, there have been calls to ask him to come back. Mm. There have been calls to ask him to come back, and they even uh, dangled the old 2022 Hall of Fame in his head. 
Um, so uh, did you hear about this? Did you read about it? Yeah, I think that's like the absolute wrong person to like dangle the Hall of Fame. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Uh, one of who sent me this, Joseph Redlitz sent me this in a text really? saying, oh, you should put this on the news segment. Thank you, Joseph. Um, nice. But yes, uh, he's going to be going to AEW. Yeah, did you hear it's about this? Did you hear about WWE's feelings about him going to AEW? Yeah. And, and how they really don't want him going there? Yeah. I think that's it's, really interesting. Yeah, they, And a they, good point. Yeah, they, they have a big tag team division in AEW, a pretty large tag team division at the moment. Uh, what they're doing with it is neither here nor there. But, well, they're starting to. They're making some headway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, the Hardys being there would be pretty cool to see against all these young up-and-coming teams. Um, yeah, I mean, the Hardys versus FTR would be fantastic. Hardys versus FTR. Honestly, the Hardys, Young Bucks again. Yeah, private uh, party. Private party. Uh, God, I just want the Jurassic Express to break up. Honestly, uh, I like yeah. Jurassic Express with Marco Stunt around. Interesting. Well, sayonara, Marco. Christian is a poor Marco Stunt. Uh, even though I don't want Marco Stunt this guy. Uh, next slide there, Tam. Uh, Ring of Honor has a major announcement. Major announcement, Roy. You're gonna love this. I'm ready. You're, you're gonna love this so I much. I am gonna love this. That's Ring of true. Honor has just announced that they're opening a Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, I see. This is you making fun of me again. I get it. I, I'm I, not I making understand. fun of you. Yes, I'm you not are. making fun of you. Yes, you are. No, you love Hall of Fames. You were saying I no, don't. I do not Hall love Hall of Fames. Fames. I love. Nobody loves the Hall no, no, of Fame. No, 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 no. Every the, single one. I don't understand. I think the angriest I've been at you in like six years was when you were making fun of the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame. I'm still mad at you. Because <laughs> the thing is, it's a catch-all Hall of Fame. It's not like yeah, it's a catch-all. CW Hall of Fame. You're right. It's, there, it's the, it's the sink are, trap of Hall of Fames. <laughs> there are wrestlers, promoters, and personalities who have done a lot for the wrestling business that will never get recognized unless there is something like an Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame. And if you took the time read to watch the induction ceremony of the indie wrestling hall of fame you would see that it is a very special thing and it really means a lot to a lot of people when individual companies do hall of fames besides the wwe i think it's dumb the impact hall of fame dumb ring of honor hall of fame dumb however however we should find a way to honor certain people who have done a lot for these promotions i don't know what that is Give me a call, Jeff Jarrett. Let's talk about it. I think the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame and the Impact Hall of Fame make a lot more sense than the Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame, which is so amorphous, like a bowl of jello. No <laughs> like you way. said, it's a catch-all. It's make sure to grab the things that before they go down the drain. Uh, I, I just feel that like Cauliflower Alley, PWI, WWE, and any PWI individual is promotion. A work. What? PWI is not even real. Their what? magazine. Oh, and independent wrestling is such a tangible thing. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Uh, Chica Mark says, I Venmo Brian once. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Tam put the hotline in right under loser. Thank That's you so much. Incredible. Bless you, Tam. Tam Damn. is doing such a good job. That's Make sure to call job. the hotline. We've got some really spicy stuff. There's some spicy. Yeah. There's going to be. 
another spicy topic about us arguing about the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame on that hotline next week. Maybe next week. We'll find out. But definitely check out the hotline. Give it a call. It's a toll-free number, I think. I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a Jersey number. Call it your risk. No, there's no... I don't think there's any toll. No, there's like, no toll. The long no. distance is gone, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no such thing. Yeah, it's uh, also... You're calling a computer, essentially. Uh, but also, they did announce that the Supercard event uh, a super card of honor in April will be Gresham versus Bandito. Yeah, to uh, unify is, the two titles. What's that? To unify the two Ring of Honor heavyweight titles. That's exciting. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Positive stuff here. So we uh, also, uh, I want to take a second. The LLW family wants to wish Jonathan Gresham well. Currently has COVID, You're but is doing fine. My next one. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're stealing my next slide there, Tam. This is a cool I'm, picture too. I'm blowing it. Oh my god, he made it a rolling hotline number. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Tam. <laughs> Tam, that's awesome. That that's is really really, it really pops. fantastic. Yeah, it, it pops. Does. Oh We're gonna get god. so many hotline calls. Leave us oh a voicemail on that hotline. Yeah, well, there's there they, uh, there's a request to leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that next slide so it's uh, jonathan gresham here i really love this picture uh jonathan gresham mm. uh he has uh covid and now he has to call uh, get out of the uh uh pwg battle of a los angeles event where he was going to be facing um uh i don't know davy uh, richards uh, davy richards davy richards not related to stevie um <laughs> but uh it's unfortunate <laughs> Uh, it's unfortunate because he also had to miss uh, GCW, the world uh, at Hammerstein ballroom where he's going to face Blake Christian. Um, but you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care yeah. of yourself. Don't you? Yeah. 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 And Davey Richards is also going to be missing Bola as well. So there's going to be two new people in that it's uh, Blake Christian and um, another guy are going to yeah, be in probably there. like Wheeler Yuta or something. Yeah. Like it that. actually is Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, it is. Oh, weird. I, that too. I was trying to be a jerk. <laughs> Wait, did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I did know that. Oh, uh, dang. Uh, so I was making a joke that it's someone that we won't care about. <laughs> Sound off what you think. Uh, Chica Mark says, I want to call just to try and make peace. Ha ha. You should call. Please call. Leave a message, Chica Marks. There's actually a really hot tip there. Just call. Yeah, there is. There is. It's yeah. a really hot tip. It's a toll-free number. It's a toll-free. I'm just going to start saying it's toll-free. Because it is no, I'm not charging anyone this. It's no. not, there's no money. There's no money exchange. It's a free hotline. <laughs> it's a free hotline. Um, so just call, please. All right. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Uh, oh, also, um, uh, GCW, uh, their, the world pay-per-view, uh, was the best-selling uh, uh, GCW pay-per-view on fight. So that's some Great. big news. Big, big, big yeah. news. Yeah. And so good for them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be. You're angry at me for this ring of this uh, Hall of Fame. You're just you're being you're being mean to me today. You're being mean. It's okay. I'm sorry. You're snippy. You've had a headache. I understand. I have been. I've had allergies. Yeah. Yeah. I. uh, I. I, Did you see? There was a tweet by Brett Lauderdale, who's the owner of GCW, where he's like really psyched that this was like our financially most successful pay per view, and then he basically said afterwards, "I understand it wasn't very good. We're gonna get better." (laughs) Oh, he said that. Pretty Thank much. God he was he like, said it because I'm was disappointed in the product and, you know, we're going to get better, et cetera. So that was a rough night. That was a rough night for anyone that cared. It was just a bad ECW, but it was like a bad ECW 2001 impression, not like a bad ECW in its prime impression. Sure. No, I get that. Oh, I was hoping to see if we got, you better get some hotline calls. Come on, everyone. <laughs> Let's get some hotline calls in here. Um, hey, sound that- off in the comments what you thought of that GCW show. If you, if you watched it. 
curious to get other yeah, people's Yeah, let us know what you thought of the GCW. And also, if you do call the hotline, no spoilers. No spoilers in the chat. Don't say them. Let mm, the, yeah. everybody, you have to call yeah. to get this pretty yeah. saucy oh, piece of information. We could get sued if you put it in the chat. So We could get sued. Yeah, it's pretty uh, hot stuff. It's, it's hot stuff. Uh, call the hotline. It's free. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, next slide there, Tam. Tam's doing such a good job. I can't yeah, it really is. Um, it really Kenny is. Omega. Kenny Omega. Uh, uh, he's been out with the injuries, trying to heal up, trying to feel a little better. Um, and he's uh, potentially going to be coming back in March. Um, and with all the new people that are in here right now, where do you see Kenny Omega going? Does he go straight for the title? Is he going straight for Hangman Page? Or is he going right into... Uh, elite stuff. Yeah, I think he slots right into elite stuff. I think there's there's a uh, blood and guts match in in the future with uh, undisputed era under a new name and the elite. I I, I think also like from a, a Kenny perspective, if I'm him, I also want to slot into like a multi man thing just mm-hmm. to get myself to ease sure. my way back in and not immediately kill myself. And and it makes sense because it's three on three at that point. Yeah, exactly. And it's like three, uh, no pun intended. It's three like elite people. They all deserve to be there. It's not like five and Brandon Cutler, you know? Yeah. Oh God. If they try to weasel Brandon Cutler in here, Uh, I just read something just quick. Brandon Cutler news. Brandon Cutler (laughs) was talking about how he's just like, when they first had the ranking system, he's just like, yeah, before I realized they didn't matter. Like we were scared. (laughs) I was just like, I have six losses. (laughs) He had a losing streak on dark. Oh, Danielle Foreman. I was there at GCW and the energy was amazing. And that to me helped make the show so much better. hundred percent. It just like any music show you yeah. go to or any concert, it kind of like, it's never as good as being there live. And I'm sure the energy in there was awesome. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much, Daniel Foreman. I, uh, I went to a, a Monday night raw once and I, I happened to, to get a free ticket and I sat very close to the ring. And I was like, this is the greatest Raw in the history of the world. This is incredible. I can't wait to go home and watch this Raw. It's going to be amazing. And then I went home and I watched it. And I was like, this Raw was very not good. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I I think maybe like a year or two, maybe it was like two or three years after you went, I went to a Raw. You went in 2016, right? Yeah. 25th, 25th, 2016. 16, 16. And and I went at 2019. I went to a Did you go to the Staples Center? Yeah, went to the Staples Center. Sick. And I'll tell you, one of the worst shows I've ever been to. <laughs> because because the thing is, like, I was right next to the entrance. So, like, uh, Cedric Alexander was right near me and all that <laughs> stuff. But the thing is, they don't gear it towards the audience. They don't gear the uh, uh, the show towards the audience at all. So there was these long, the long breaks. That, and, and this was during the yeah. era when they were stopping the matches during commercials. <laughs> so it was just so crazy we have a comment here all the monies all the monies where do brescos go from here they are amazing that's a great question great question great question uh, they need honestly like that was a disappointing match uh that was yeah, just a very disappointing match was bad um it should have been someone else it should have been ftr uh um, yeah nick gage should have been out like shouldn't have had a match he should have just beaten up the owner honestly like the owner should have gone <laughs> out there and just be like yeah, we're trying to make sure that we're a little cleaner cut for this uh, theater, yeah. and, like at the end of the show, and then have Nick Gage come out, fucking cut him up with a pizza cutter, and yeah. everyone jumps in the ring and just dance because yeah. that he was in the best shape. But the Briscoes, uh, bring them to uh, bring them to AW for a spell. Let them have a crack at FTR. Let them get in there, cause some mayhem. Yeah. I think that would be the way to go, right? I've, yeah, I've, I don't think the Briscoes should ever sign with anyone. Now that Ring of Honor isn't full time and it's just going to be like a monthly thing, they should just be everywhere all the time. 
And they're legitimately chicken farmers. They make all their money from farming so they can do whatever they want. They are the bruiser brodies of tag teams. Yeah. They are the bruiser yeah. brodies of tag teams. They're, they're just like... Let's go. All, all the, the monies. Um, you, you bring up a good point. I saw the Briscoes live recently at a GCW show in, in Texas, and they are just like on a whole other planet. Just all the little things that they do. They're, they're really awesome. They're really awesome. Uh, we, uh, I don't know who it's from, but we got a voicemail. The transcript says, that's amazing. Thank you for that wonderful tip. I hope you guys stay friends. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, I'll find out who said it later, but check out that tip. We're already getting thanks for it. We're already getting thanks for it. Uh, moving on, moving on. And by the way, that number, let's say the number out loud for the podcast. Jesus Christmas, they don't know at all. The podcast doesn't even know at all. It's 201-574-7222. That's 201-574-7222. 7 triple two. That's what we'll say. Uh, we have to move on, right? Let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling. Um, next slide there, Tam. Thank you so much, Tam. Uh, Cody, Cody Rhodes. Ever heard of him? Uh, we're still in the him. world of AEW, and he is still not in a contract. Still not in a contract. Had a great uh, match with uh, Sammy Guevara with a dumb finish. And uh, that finish wasn't dumb. <laughs> it just it, like it just kind of nuked the whole yeah. senton, the swanton off the top. Like, it oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like it was just a dumb, like, I'm fine with him losing. Like, I'd wish he won. Uh, but like, I, it, it just kind of like, they both no sold that completely. Yeah. So they, yeah. could, you know, they just didn't up. have the time. They didn't have the time to sell it. It was the first yeah. match of the night. I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, five stars. Dave Meltzer gave it five stars. Idiot. Idiot. Whoa. Whoa. No, because like the, the, like they just no sold that big move. Mm-hmm. He had that big, crazy move and he, they both, but watch it again. They both like Sammy Guevara got first and he got on the ring and literally Cody just runs in right after him. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it, right. was yeah. it was crazy. It was That's the problem with the ladder match in general. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but, but the ladder match, we'll get to it another time, but yeah, he's still wrestling without a contract. Um, is this a sign of worry or is it just like, uh, he, he like, this is the going to happen. It's going to, it's going to be soon. Um, I don't think it's a sign of worry. And I, I just, as far as Cody goes right now, when Sting uh, came out on WCW Nitro after Fall Brawl 96 and basically took a vow of silence for a year and change, the last thing he said is the only thing that's for sure about Sting is nothing's for sure. And that's how I feel about Cody right now. There's nothing for sure about Cody right now. I have no There's idea what's going sure on. And I'm just like along for the ride. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, we're, we're both excited. LLW has become big, a big fan, big supporter yeah. of Cody Rhodes the past few weeks. And uh, maybe that's not popular opinion. But Mess with looking, my head. Yeah, it's messing with our heads. And that's what and I like. love it. We yeah. love it here. Um, next up, we got another uh, uh, slide there, Tam. Thank you so much. Frankie Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian. Um, he uh, signed a new deal. Signed a new deal. They can't get Cody, but they got or got Frankie. <laughs> uh, Frankie Kazarian has signed a new deal above others like Brian Cage, Marco Stunt, Leah Rush, and Joey Janela. Now, besides the first two that really don't make any sense to me, um, uh, why are you? Th- why do you think they want Frankie Kazarian there right now? I think he's probably like a locker room leader type at this point. He's a veteran. He definitely helps young talent, et cetera. And he's, I think they're also similar. Like they're probably going to be loyal to the first signees and 
he was one of the first 10 people to sign a contract with AEW. Marco Stunt is crying when you said that. Marco Stunt <laughs> was not one of the first 10 people to sign a contract. It was the, it was, uh, what, what were they called? The, what was the name of their group? The, this is SCU. the worst town. Yeah. It was like SCU and the elite were like the first ones to sign contracts. Sure. And I think, you know, every, I think Kazarian also has friends in high places. You know, Jericho loves him and Tony Khan probably loves him. Whatever. He's That's fine. Fair. Uh, we got some comments here. Uh, Llama Lad. And by the way, thank you all so much for joining. Thank yeah. you so much for joining. Smash the like button. Call Smash up the hotline. Like it's free. It's on me. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's on me. Don't even worry. Call the hotline. Uh, uh, Llama Lad says, Cody is doing some of the most interesting stuff right now. Genu- genuinely still don't know how to feel about it, but I can't stop watching what he's doing. 100%. 100%. 110%. Like, that's really how we feel about it. At first, I think there was a lot of frustration with everyone. Just like, why is this guy being so uh, ignorant to what's going on? But honestly, yeah. I get it now. And honestly, the best. Want to who should be champion right now? Brandy <laughs> Rhodes. Make Brandy <laughs> Rhodes the TBS champion. And let's keep this rolling. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, all the monies, rights Agreed. Coney continues to change the landscape. It's a new dawn. It's a new dawn. It's a new life. What do you say? Also, uh, I just I forgot to mention this real quick, and I'm trying to understand. Uh, back on Rampage last night, they had a very brief, like deep promo that was really fantastic. Mm-hmm. And anytime they do a deep promo, I got to bring it up on yeah. the show. We can't not talk about deep. And there's this look that she does. She's just like sitting there on the steps, and then she's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, let's move on. And we got our last story of the night. And this is barely even a story, just something that CM Punk said on Twitter. Two things that CM Punk said on Twitter. Uh, next slide there, Tam. Uh, it should be the last one. CM Punk, not sure how much longer he has in the ring. Sure. He's not, because honestly, he probably would. He signed, what, a three, four-year deal with uh, AEW? Um, yeah, I think it's a three. I think everybody signs three-year deals, so I'm just assuming it was a three-year deal. So CM Punk, not sure how much longer. And, uh, you know, after that <laughs> Wardlow match, he's... You know, <laughs> that's good. After the, that's good. After the Wardlow match, he, he just looks... It's hard. He's, he hasn't wrestled in seven years, and that in itself takes a big toll on the body. Yeah. Honestly, he's probably, if he stayed the entire seven years wrestling, uh, he'd probably be in much better shape than he is right now. Uh, not not yeah. just in the ring, but also, uh, like, when you haven't taken that kind of bumps, you're likely to get injured more more quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, similar uh, to Danielson. I think he would have a similar tolerance, if that's the right word, for like the way Danielson does. Like Danielson never really stopped wrestling. I mean, he wrestled for, he stopped for a couple of years. Yeah. But then continued to wrestle like a safe WWE style. And now he's good to go. He says he feels like he is like like he's at 40 it feels like he's at 30 he says he feels better than he did at 30 that's amazing. so i can't wait i can't wait um but uh do you see what, what how long do you see cm punk going i could see cm punk going another year or so uh yeah. at least i could see him finishing his contract but maybe this last six months to a year of his contract is like on commentary or is like an extreme part-time wrestler or something like that do you see him winning the AEW championship i don't i don't mm-hmm. i don't i don't i see I don't know. No, I don't. I one see one. Danielson winning it, but I don't see Punk winning it. I almost see Danielson winning it and then seeing Punk climbing and just being like, I just want to win the championship one more time, one more time. And they have this match and uh, Danielson being the shithole that he is. They have a match and he just beats the shit out of Punk. <laughs> yeah. And it's Punk's first and only loss in AEW. And he never wrestles again. Yeah. I mean, I could see, I mean, Punk's definitely going to be one of those guys that goes out on his back, you know, like he'll do the honors yeah. as they say in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely think that will happen. Um, but point. yeah. Yeah. But also he did mention 
Um, he did talk about this, and I thought this was an interesting topic. He talked about wrestlers' court. He talked about. Did you see this about wrestlers' <laughs> I did, court? I loved it. And yeah. he referred to it as the most insecure, small dick energy, average white man embarrassment to the wrestling business shit of all time. Um, and I thought that was pretty interesting. But also, I thought, in essence, I'm sure the way they went about it with JBL being the fucking prosecuting attorney was probably pretty fucked up. But like, I don't think it's a bad idea to have in a locker room to kind of have the, the, the locker room help manage itself rather than go into management for everything. But that being said, that is a problem with HR. Shit, well, yeah, it's funny. That whole tweet describes JBL to me. <laughs> I, and I, I have some, some thoughts in the top of my mind about JBL. Cause I've been going back and watching some like, mid 2000 Royal rumbles and he's on commentary and he's saying some stupid shit that would not be okay now. That's true. That's true. Uh, We actually have, um, so I wrote, I saw all the monies. I left a message on the hotline question about PWG, any news or updates about PWG, the shows and talent are electric. But then I saw it here. I love PWG. You guys have a news, any news about pro wrestling gorillas coming up uh, with their live shows, this, they're doing the transcription, so it's not uh, it. accurate. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so um, the Battle of Los Angeles is it's tonight, tonight, and um, tomorrow. Poor J- John Grisham's not going to be yeah. there, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, no specific news, other than uh, yeah, no specific news on that yet. Yeah, I, uh, I we wish... should probably focus on that. Great point, all the monies. We're going to try and get more PWG talking yeah, here because absolutely. they're absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, I mean, what a what an influential promotion. Uh, I went with uh, Chica Marks in the chat. We went to a PWG show um, maybe a few months ago, and it was a wild time. Uh, very expensive show. Too expensive. Hot tickets. Too expensive. Hot tickets. Uh, all the money's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Thank you so much. for That's the news. That's the news. That's the news. Do. But we're not done yet. We're not, done, we're not yet. done yet. We have some special segments. And I think yeah. we're killing it on time. We are killing it on I time. I think we're doing such a sharp show. Yeah. So sharp. Uh, excuse, uh, besides the fact that it was mean. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I don't want to be mean. Um, all right, Sam. Yeah, we're going to jump over to what would you book? To all the new viewers out there, this is a segment where I talk about something that happened in the history of professional wrestling that didn't go so well, that could have gone really well. And I show it to Red, we talk a little bit about it, and then Red rebooks it in his vision. Sure. So the thing that I wanted to talk about this week, Red, is something that, how do I put this? It is the hardest thing in wrestling to do, but it could also be the coolest thing. It's when the unbeatable faction debuts. How do you handle the unbeatable faction? And in this instance, Mm -hmm. Tam, you can go to the next slide. How do you handle the debut of the original Nexus? How do you handle the debut? Because the debut was awesome. The debut was awesome, right? So maybe not the debut necessarily, but how do you handle the short-term Nexus, right? So to give a little background on Nexus, it's 2010. It's June of 2010. They debut on Monday Night Raw and beat the shit out of John Cena. But nice. Uh, They beat the shit out of John Cena, CM Punk, Luke Gallows, and they just wreck everything. And it's not like anything we've ever seen before. Do you have a memory of watching this and seeing and this when uh, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan choked out uh, Jason uh, Justin Roberts with his necktie <laughs> yeah, yeah. and got fired for it? Yeah, got fired I for it. I remember. They do, beat him do down. You, but do you remember where you were? Like, do you remember watching this? 
yeah, I watched live. I was watching live at the time and it was a really cool moment. What was this? 2011, 2010, 10. 2010. 2010. And so it was a very exciting time. Uh, the issue, the, so yeah, I thought it was amazing. I had big hopes for where they were going with this. Cause I, I liked the idea of, because it's hard to get new guys over, but grouping them all together and they're very angry that they're not at the top because they're young and fresh and ready. That was a cool way of going about it. Yes. Yeah. And then I think let's just to give a little background, right? All of these guys came from the original NXT, the very first iteration of NXT, which was a game show and it was super lame. So to, I think this was a great way to rehab all of these people from this like super lame game show idea where you have to like pick things up and carry them around a ring or whatever. Um, So they debut and they wreck house for a couple of months. And then they're going to do the seven on seven match at SummerSlam, which is team WWE versus team Nexus and team WWE. John Cena is obviously the main person on it, but Daniel Bryan who got fired, got hired back re-debuts as a member of team WWE and this team WWE also included Bret Hart, who could not be touched. So that's weird. Yeah. And then you think that Nexus is going to go over, but instead John Cena single-handedly beats the final two members to bury them forever. How did Bret Hart get out? Uh, I think he was disqualified or counted out. <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah. I have to rewatch that, actually. That sounds like a fucking pipe dream yeah um, 2010 i like watching this i was or like getting ready for this i like kind of reviewed a lot of 2010 wwe stuff very weird time there's a yeah. lot of weird stuff going on bret hart was also the u.s champion at some point he beat the miz even though the miz couldn't touch him i don't know very strange. no he's allowed to touch him it can't he resemble can't a wrestling touched. move that's oh, yeah. why uh vince man kicked him in the leg that's allowed <laughs> that's allowed right that's allowed uh and then in, a, in an attempt to rehab nexus after this loss at SummerSlam, john cena was forced to join them for a period of time then they started kicking members out they kicked out michael tarver danielson was no longer in it they kicked out fred rosser what was his name darren young yeah darren yeah young. Kicked darren, out darren young fred, uh, darren young or uh uh fred sampson bone fred crusher sampson. fred sampson, bone he crusher, fred sampson. Yeah. yeah he trained you wow you've had some famous trainers uh and yeah, so then eventually nothing happens, and then they the original version disbands in December. So it kind of goes out like, you know, a fart in church, as they say, or get, didn't, whatever. How would you do this? Honestly, I wouldn't have called them Nexus. Okay. Because Nexus, uh, because was it called NXT or Nexus, the show? It was called, ne- the show was called NXT. This was called Nexus. Yeah, so because the issue I have with it is they planned on doing another season. Right. Presumably they did do another gonna... season. They did a what? second season yeah, with so Husky Harris goal. and Michael McGillicuddy. So they created this group of all these newcomers. Uh, were the newcomers from the second season joined later on? Like if this stayed around? So this you... is kind of what happened, right? This is like a good uh, piece of information to add. So they lost some members and then Wade Barrett fought Randy Orton for the heavyweight title in the fall at some I remember point. That. And no, there was no Nexus interference allowed. Everyone was banned from ringside. The debuting Husky Harris, who would then go on to be Bray Wyatt, and the debuting Michael McGillicuddy, who would then go on to be Curtis Axel, they debuted, since they weren't technically members of Nexus, they helped him win by disqualification or something. Um, And then they would join the group. Mm -hmm. So that a couple of them did. One of what I would have done, and this may not have been popular to say, I would have held off on this moment. I know it was fun for a big surprise. Uh, and that was pretty cool, but I would have had 
them like be like, well, we like going up to management just in a group and just being like, oh, here's the new guys. They just want to fight. They want to, and they're just like, oh, we want a match. We want a U.S. championship match. So like, well, you have to earn it. And so every time they come out, they, if one of them individually has a match, they all come out. They all come out and it's this intimidation factor and they just rack up wins. They just keep racking up wins. And now they're the U.S. champ or the Intercontinental champ. And then all of a sudden they're just like, we want the championship. We want to fight for the championship. Well, you got to earn it. You got to match with blah, blah, blah tonight. They go have their match with blah, blah, blah that night. And they beat blah, blah, blah. Then they go in the back. There's this championship match, Randy Orton, uh, John Cena versus someone in the main event. And they already had a match earlier. So you don't expect them to come out. Then you have this match. Then you have this thing. And then they have a match with John Cena. They have a match and they win the championship. Wade Barrett wins the championship and they're just always in his corner. And you keep this going. I think it should be three or four months before you get to this moment. And then when they get to this moment, have them hold it for six to seven months. Have them hold it for six to seven months. And every time they come out, they're in for regular matches all over them out there. They're not even actually fighting or cheating. They're just an intimidation factor. Like there's just so many people all around the ring. It's like having a lumberjack match every night. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. That's yeah. great. And do and, you feel yeah. Wade Barrett was the star of this? They yes. positioned Wade Barrett to be the leader and the star. Do you think that was correct? Should it have been Wade Barrett? Um, at the time, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, we didn't know uh, uh, Daniel Bryan could talk uh, yet. Uh, like I knew we, they, they knew he could talk, but not on that level or be someone yeah. that could lead a group. He would have been perfect, honestly, just because I think the smaller guy with a bunch of bigger guys around him would have been better. But uh, I think Wade Barrett was perfect for that situation, sure. Do you feel like they should have done more with Wade Barrett in the long term? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's money. He's uh, yeah. great in the mic. He's he's funny. He's he's handsome. He's got an accent. He wrestles well. I think the Bad News Barrett thing was amazing. Yeah, Bad really News good. Barrett was just a, a, a... And that could have gone anywhere. They could have carried over into his announcing career. He could still mm-hmm. be Bad News Barrett. Um, Lamalad says Justin Gabriel could have been such a strong mid-carter. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. there's just so much they could have done with this group uh but uh, they did but that's okay that's okay that's okay they, they they had to do the thing did you ever when he first debuted or re-debuted were you ever a ryback fan no I, I appreciated his moxie i appreciated like the fact that he really wanted it he seemed like he really wanted to be successful he tried but i was never a ryback fan i i don't i don't enjoy i never enjoy that uh wardlow goldberg like kind of like stop like big unstoppable force that does a couple moves then closes it yeah 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 Yeah. all right right on all right Right yeah that was what would you book that That was what we did excellent excellent job roy excellent job thank you and uh great comments thank you so much so check out the hotline Check, Check out, out the hotline. Check out that. And now the uh, the last segment uh, of the uh, day is going to be what are you watching? But I figured a good catch since it's Royal Rumble today. Mm-hmm. I thought we would say what are you watching from a Royal Rumble edition? It's the Royal Rumble edition of what are you watching? What are some fond memories? What are your favorite rumbles? What are your favorite matches from the Rumble that aren't just the Rumble match? Sure. Um, uh, the best rumble match in history for me is Cactus Jack versus Triple H at Royal Rumble 2000, uh, in a street fight. Uh, that's a great, that's my, one of my favorite matches of all time. It's one of my favorite matches of all time. Yeah. Uh, best rumble moments, the rumble itself, best rumble. I think in my brain, uh, man, 
It's hard. Uh, honestly, it's the Brock Lesnar winning one. Uh, no, Brock Lesnar dominating one. Brock Lesnar jump uh, starts the ring, uh, starts the match at number one. That two years ago? Three, two or three years ago. Yeah. I forget what Is that the was. one that Drew McIntyre ends up winning? I think so. Yeah. I think, oh, or maybe not winning. Maybe not win. I don't think he won that one. Did he? I don't remember. I'm going to be honest. I think he's been in a few rumbles. Maybe that was the one. Maybe that was 2000. Uh, 2020. No. I mean, it was 2020. Oh, 2020. Yeah. No, not 2000. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, that one, because it was such a different take on the rumble uh, where Brock jumps in and he just eliminates everyone one by one uh, each time they come out. And then there were moments when you thought he was going to lose when like the new day came out with Ray and it was like that moment that Keith Lee came out and they had that beautiful little back yeah. and forth. Mm-hmm. It, it was just it, honestly one of the, so, I, I didn't, I couldn't see what was happening. I, that they really pulled the wool over my eyes. I could not see where they were going. Great stuff. What about yourself, Roy? Favorite match and then favorite rumble moment? That's a great question, man. It's tough. It's tough. Um, it's tough because I also really love that 2000 street fight. And at the end of the day, I think that match holds up better than in most any title matches in the history of the Royal rumble. I just did go back and watch the other day. Massively underrated talent, I think. For me, I should say. Because I, I think I, he wasn't my cup of tea at the time, but going back and watching some of his stuff now, he's really excellent, is Umaga. Umaga sure. versus John Cena at Royal Rumble 2007 in a last man standing match. That's maybe the only good last man standing match ever, <laughs> possibly. Uh, X-Pac versus Kane, ever heard of it? <laughs> What I've no, I have actually have not seen that match. I think but I also is. think uh, Triple H and Chris Jericho had one in two thousand that was also pretty good mm-hmm. as well. But um, that is something that's top of mind right now that I really enjoy. And I also think um, I I also think the best rumbles. It's a tie for me. Nineteen ninety two is a classic. It's a really great Royal Rumble. Ric Flair does a great job in that Rumble. But it's uh, a little bit cursed uh, because Ric Flair is involved. And then the other Royal Rumble that I really love, which is also very cursed, is 2004 because Benoit wins it. But it's a, a good really rumble. good rumble. It's it a, a really, really, good, really rumble. good rumble. Honestly, always felt it was a little anticlimactic. The Dragon Sleeper, not yeah. the Dragon Sleeper, but the front face lock over the top rope. Mm-hmm. But it was a cool moment. We have some <laughs> comments here. Certified wrestling podcast. Our old friend from St. Louis. I'm in St. Louis, they say. And we know. <laughs> I, we know. Uh, certified Wrestling Valley says, I'm at the Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes is here. No, he's not. Get out of here, Certified. Get out of here. Dropping no spoilers. Some, yeah, some spoilers, no spoilers here. Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch, too. <laughs> if they put Nick Aldis in there, no. I'll be Nick Aldis Trevor might Murdoch. be there because he's what? Mickey James' husband. He Trevor Murdoch, that. though. That'd be pretty. That's because fun. they live there. Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch live in St. Louis. That's why all <laughs> NWA stuff. Cody Rhodes, you're you're sending some spicy stuff. You should check out the hotline, though, before you go in. Check out the hotline. Check call that, that hotline. Number. Call the number. The hotline number. Could you say it? I have it covered up. Yeah, it's 201-574-7222. Give us a call. Yeah, let us know what you think. We want to hear all your hotline uh, thoughts. Um, anything else? Okay, perfect, perfect. Nothing new, nothing new. But uh, wow, is that the end of the show? Is that the That's, end? Of- I mean, we, we technically have an LLW champion to crown. Let's talk about the week. LLW champion. Who was the last week's champion? Last week's champion was John Moxley. Can't be beat. Yeah, John Moxley. And who was the secondary champion? Uh, deep? Probably Deep, yeah. I think we have deep to write retains. this down. We have to keep a title history. Uh, uh, certified Wrestling Podcast says, How You Know Me. 
Because you come on and talk talking about St. Louis, right? about St. Louis and NWA. NWA. We love you, Certified Wrestling Podcast. All the money's Cole Cabana needs more uh, matches. Got that right. You're damn right. Uh, Certified Wrestling Podcast. Cody, Cody's here. Number again? Oh, let's give that number again. They need the number again. It is 201-574-7222. Oh, you better call Certified Wrestling Podcast. We want to hear from you. But I from think you. The, the LLW Champion of the Week, uh, for me, yeah. Who is it for me? Who is it for you? That's tough. That's tough. I was. I've been thinking about this. I don't know. I, I. I guess I would have to give it to to Cody. I don't know. That's like a that's a default position for me. No, I have I have mine. Who are you gonna give it to? Danhausen. Uh, of course, of course. Danhausen Dan is the LLW champion yeah. of the week. Of course, he is. We have to put him in there. Yeah. But who's the secondary champion? I deep, deep, uh, deep retains for that promo. No, but you Rampage. have to have a match. You have to have a match to retain uh, the secondary championship. Danhausen didn't have a match. The first is for overall. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Good point. Good point. Uh, I would give it to you know what secondary champion. He's working his way up the ranks. I'm giving it to Anthony Bowens. Great showing against John Moxley. Okay, I think I could agree with Anthony Bowens. I think Anthony Bowens won his first secondary championship, and uh, Danhausen is the fir- first time being an LLW champion. We have to really keep a record of this because it's getting <laughs> yeah. out of hand. <laughs> I think forgotten. we also need we're... a better graphic than this graphic that I've got. Yeah, here, we're gonna, so. if you have any graphic designer friends out there, let us know. That will do it for free. Uh, think that would know. be cool if Ricky Morton was in the Rumble. Certified Wrestling Podcast said Ricky Morton Rumble. I would like that. He's not going to be, but I I'd think like we that. need both Ricky Morton and uh, Dennis. Robert, De- is it Dennis Gibson or Robert Gibson? Robert Gibson. I'm thinking Dennis of- Condry. Yeah, I'm thinking of that. But thank you all so much for watching. Uh, Chico Marks is excited that Dan Housen is the LLW champion. First time LLW champion. It's pretty special. Pretty special. Um, Thank you all so much for watching. Uh, this has been Loser Lee's Wrestling. Call the hotline 201 574 72222. And also uh, make sure to follow us on all the things Loser Lee's Wrestling on uh, Instagram and on Facebook and yeah. all those things. And Loser Lee's Pod on Twitter. Yeah. Very exciting. Also on uh, TikTok. Yeah. And, and we'll be say? back Wednesday right after Dynamite. We'll be back Wednesday right after Dynamite, right here. On YouTube, Loser Lee's Wrestling on YouTube. And uh, please join us. Please join us. Thank you all so much for watching. Have a great night. Roy, say bye-bye. 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 Have a great time at the Rumble Certified Wrestling Podcast. Yes, please. Two. Call of Hotline 1. (laughs) Ole. Ole. Olay Olay Olay